0: Hi, <laughs> this is Alex Hicken with the and Bros Podcast, <laughs> recording episode 8 of season 5. Uh, we got Nick, um, this podcast was, since uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, and trying to coordinate all that stuff, we didn't really talk to Kyler about joining us. <laughs> Um,
1: well, I talked to him personally about barbecue sauce, so he's alive. He's just not with us right now.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't.
2: He uh, tweeted, and I tweet back to him, so he's alive, yes. Yeah, I saw that he
0: was working for like seven days straight or something, and he's finally off.
2: Yeah. That's um something to think about. <laughs> How's your week? Me? Uh, I was pretty busy. I worked at Slapfish and Chick fil A. Starting in the morning Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Are you working from eight no, six in the morning until like eight o'clock at night, like every day this whole week?
2: <laughs> yeah. Besides Saturday. And Monday, I didn't work at Slapfish, so that was nice. That's <laughs> incredible.
1: I just I, I couldn't deal. I don't know. I, I commend you for being able to get up that early and work that kind of job.
2: Well, at least Slapfish is, like, super slow, so it's mainly just, like, <laughs> standing around.
0: I guess, you yeah, I'd get paid to stand
2: there. Paid to.
0: Do you feel drowsy and, like, nap standing?
2: Uh, I had a uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast from Taco Bell, so I was fine. Nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, it was funny. I was, I, had, I was. I've been kind of not busy, but I've been doing a few things the last couple evenings. And I was home late the other day. and I was like, oh, it's, well, it's almost, it's like eleven thirty Pacific, so it's like twelve thirty where Trevor is. And I so I messaged him. You no, know, because we, we usually without fail we almost play Overwatch every night. And I was like, oh, hey, Trevor, I guess I'm still... You know, if you're still awake, we can play some Overwatch. And then right after that, I was like, wait, fuck, no, you're, you should be sleeping. Well, it's, it's fine if we don't play Overwatch. And then, <laughs> uh, and then he didn't respond for a little while. I was like, okay, good, but he's probably sleeping. And, and then later, like at like 12 or 12.30, 12 he was like, oh, yeah, I want to play Overwatch. And I was like, hey, I mean, whatever, you're not, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> hey, I, I went <laughs> but, to sleep
2: earlier yesterday, so...
1: I mean, you do you, but it was just funny. I was like, hmm, okay, well... Um, Guess that's what we're doing. Yeah,
2: you yeah. know, I was dying at Chick Fil A that day, but it's fine. And
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing you don't have a job where you're sitting down; <laughs> you're up on your feet doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, like
2: if it was at Best Buy and I had to do like trainings, I like would fall asleep on the computer and be like, "Oh, do you want to go home?" Like even like drowsy. Like, no, it's okay. I'll just. Uh, finish this lesson thing
1: <laughs> yeah i guess if you're on your feet and doing stuff it's it keeps you from completely falling asleep usually you know yeah <laughs> so, like if yeah. you can keep yourself busy you can stay awake it's almost and it's, it can be worse when you're tired and there's nothing to do
2: yourself you know
1: i guess that's true too
2: yeah yeah um, so week, oh
1: nick oh um <laughs> been fine yeah it's just kind of a normal weekend I've, I've mostly been looking forward to uh, because my last last week and the weekend before was all kind of busy for me I've, I've been looking forward to just like having a few days off in a row and I for the first fr- for the first time in like five years I'm I have the day after Thanksgiving off of work so I'm savoring nice. that I'm just gonna like have the next four days and consider it many like a little winter break before it gets busy at work so that'll be nice
0: yeah, it was kind of weird, because I kind of assumed that Friday was off, and then on Tuesday, my co-worker was talking to my boss, and I realized that I should ask the time off on Friday.
1: <laughs> you just like to have that day off, or do you have things planned?
0: No, I just had a trip planned, and I just thought that, I just forgot to
1: ask for the day off. (laughs) I know. I mean, I could go to work if I absolutely had to, but I'm just like, I know I'm going to eat and drink and just have so much fun on on Thursday. I'm like, I don't want to have to think about coming home at really late at night and getting up and just, I don't know. I want to be able to sleep it all off the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, some juniors don't know not to do that, so...
1: Yeah, you don't want to come to work all wrecked. <laughs> yeah, it's an amateur move.
0: <laughs> now, Nick, how much uh, of that song did you remix? Oh, like I think I mentioned on, on Twitter. Yeah. Um,
1: I'd say like I guess most of the parts, kind of. Not it's not everything yet, but I was just I was trying to think of some new stuff to do, on, on uh, playing my keyboard, and I just started playing one of my own songs but uh with like strings and orchestra parts instead of synth parts because I, was, I was, had those loaded up I was like oh this kind of works and so now I'm like totally making a new version of a different like I made a song of my own that was uh, kind of like a synth basic dance pop kind of song and now I'm doing a whole totally orchestra version of it which sounds it's like a it's sort of it's a lot more metal and it's it totally I think it totally works too so I'll share that when that's done but it's kind of fun to hear I think like a song that's A song with a good enough melody and chords, like, it can work in a bunch of different ways. So, in a way, I I almost prefer it this way, because I like a lot of orchestra sounds.
0: Yeah, I saw that you posted that, and I listened to it today. I was surprised that I remember, or I recognized the melody. (laughs) Yeah, I know, that was was something I did,
1: like, last, it was about a year ago that I was working on the original version, and... Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's funny, it totally I think it totally works. So we'll see. I'll keep working on it. Maybe, maybe over this long weekend I'll have more that I can finish and then share later.
2: Nice. Nice. How about your week, Alex? Did you do anything eventful?
0: Mm, I visited a site for the first time with the the general or the owner of the project. The location of the project is kind of ghetto, so (laughs) it's the and the location is pretty bad. And the city is happy that they're developing it because there's a lot of crime that's done at that location. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So hopefully they're gonna renovate it and bring more people there that have more integrity than than so, like gentrify ghetto yeah it doesn't even look like a place that people were, would live at there is a couple houses around there yeah but I don't know let's see what happens I just finished uh, I basically finished the whole project today so I should be moving on with that um,
1: I know Trevor was talking, well, I mean, not about this, but just in general about our weeks. Trevor was talking about how he's going to just kind of chill for Thanksgiving. Um, Do you have any plans, Alex, for Thanksgiving?
0: Um, Trevor's going to come over for Thanksgiving breakfast, (laughs) and then I'm going to go over to Oklahoma. I'm going to fly to Oklahoma and see my father-in-law and meet some of my wife's cousins.
1: Flying on Thanksgiving itself?
0: Yeah, it's was like the best deal that we could find. (laughs) And we're arriving at like a somewhat good time. (laughs) We're arriving at five o'clock. So Mm. we're going to arrive just in time for Thanksgiving.
2: Wow. Yeah. I guess uh, our family had a Thanksgiving meal like four or something instead of uh, dinner time.
1: Yeah, it's pretty common, I think, for a lot of people to have their, like, dinner served between 2 and 6 anytime, like 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 <laughs> o'clock. I don't know.
0: Yeah, my wife's aunt was all like, oh, you're going to mess up our Thanksgiving because we usually have it at 2 o'clock. And That's a thing, yeah. it's. A t- it I think it's a pretty like,
1: normal thing. I don't know. Like, yeah, I
0: thought that was a little early, but...
2: I
1: kind of don't mind that, though, because it's, like, enough time for you to eat a shitload of food and then
2: (laughs) kind of digest some of it. And (laughs) and
1: then, yeah, you get, like, a few hours. and Then you can either have more food or have dessert. Like, it's it's not – because if you just have food at 6 or 7, like, you're fucked because then you're really full and it's, like, evening already. But, like, a a big lunch makes you, like, give more time for the rest of the day to recover and then enjoy (laughs) people's company or more food. Yeah. Um. And then you actually have time to
2: clean up. Oh, I yeah, guess okay. you could just a not clean person, up. Just worried
1: about cleaning up after a big party. I mean yeah. Deal with it the next day.
0: We're talking about <laughs> yeah, enjoying ourselves and stuffing both the all turkey in our the and, and our oh dishwasher run.
2: <laughs> yeah. We all have private dishwashers, you know. <laughs> yeah. Unlike
0: Trevor. But yeah. My uh I have a quick topic that I wanted to cover. Um the f- I haven't talked about au- augmented reality in a while, but uh, there's a company called nreal. I wasn't that into it because it's I think it's Chinese based, but they are launching like the first I think it's the first or I mean Google would p- maybe be the first <laughs> with the uh, Google glasses but, in the next generation of augmented <laughs> reality glasses, they're launching the first a mainstream. They're collaborating with the uh, Verizon, and yeah, they actually look like glasses. They don't have like a weird thing like creeping people out and stuff.
2: Like hmm. the um, power meter in like Dragon Ball Z.
0: Yeah, <laughs> checking out everybody's power level. <laughs> uh but in order to use it you have to have a, a samsung phone and it has to be one of the higher end versions cool and it looks like a normal glasses but more like thick so it's not super weird i mean have they talked
1: about what it can do like why? Well, why would you why would i as a person want to wear these
0: well, it does have, uh, you could project an image of your phone, uh, a reflection of your phone screen, but that's not the main. I I usually just ignore that those type of uh, augmented reality devices where you could just see a projected image of, like, maybe a movie or something. But they have programs uh, developed already to have, like, real... Uh, Augmented reality productivity tools and other apps.
1: Yeah, I could see. I mean, I could see augmented reality being really good in certain situations. I think uh, Microsoft has shown that, right, with Hololens. Were they using that industrially for certain companies? Uh, I would think maybe. I don't know if it's possible now, but at some point, what if you had augmented reality glasses on or goggles or whatever, and you're. Trying to repair something, whether you're an engine mechanic or uh, airplane technician or whatever, and then on as you're looking at it, it you could have like inf- pop-up information show you, yeah, like this is the part that you need to change out. Check this thing. You could have like a meter of how worn this part is. I mean, that that could be super useful for all kinds of things. Or if you're, um, I don't know, even if you're an architecture, you could look at a building and you can get the stats of it as you're walking around. Whatever you're doing, like for a lot of industrial purposes, I think that it's already that the use is already there. Just whether we the need for it is there. I just don't know whether the technology is there to get it to work like that yet because, you know, we need advanced 3D cameras and we need all these kinds of things to make that work and it's hard to compact that and miniaturize it to put it on your face without it looking like a super uncomfortable thing to wear.
0: Yeah. It, uh, the field of view would be uh, 50, I think 53 degrees. That's where the augmented reality like, image will be. And uh, they said the technology is comparable to uh, Magic Leap or Microsoft's Hololens. So I still want to yeah, try. It'd
1: be fun to try one of those. I've never I've never been able to see a Hololens like in real life. Um, I, most people probably haven't tried good good um, augmented reality. VR is like easier to find, I think, because you can just get a VR headset and you can find those for. What four or five six hundred bucks maybe, Um, but it's harder to find a good augmented reality experience because it's I think it's almost it is harder isn't it to make that because you have to be able to meld a screen or a projection into real life, three D map it correctly with perspective to make it all look like things are in front of you.
0: Yeah, they said they had the the cameras to like map what's in front of you and stuff. They also say you could like put a 3d image and like pin it into a location so you can like see it but i don't know that's just one of the yeah, features yeah i mean
1: a lot of it, it's not glasses but uh, apple's been building their ar kit into their os for a long time and they have the lidar scanners now on the ipads and phones and it's everybody's wondering like okay where's the product because yeah it's cool to see these tech demos on a phone or an ipad but you, nobody's really using it for anything but yeah. I've tried but I've tried it just for fun because whenever they Apple releases a product, they put a AR demo online. So if you want to see what the new iMac looks like on your desk, you can hold your phone up and it like pretty accurately will project it on, you know, using your camera and you can see it in three D and move your phone around. And there that kind of proves that the technology works like they at least Apple has really good like tracking and three D technology. Or they have apps like I think the IKEA app lets lets you take like a sofa and put it into your room using like the phone. You can kind of visualize it. Um, Those are super basic, but that's a step in the direction of, okay, we have that tech. We just need to figure out a way to project that into a fashionable enough pair of glasses or something where we're not walking around like cyborgs. We just look like we're wearing normal things.
0: Yeah. One thing that's kind of awesome about uh, the glasses is the price. The Nreal Light, is gonna be sold for only six hundred dollars, and they're gonna be available in stores on no- November thirtieth, and you can buy them online on the second of December. Hmm. Um. Yeah, they're also making a a more affordable version of the glasses. It's called the uh, the N Real. Uh, what was it?
1: Mm. it's funny i keep thinking that just the name and uh, real or unreal in real whatever however you're supposed to say it yeah um, Unreal. real i just maybe in my mind anything with a, an n and then something after it just sounds like nvidia to me like nvidia okay. and oh. An n, like oh they have some they have sub brands or like n something don't they like N, forget what else but like it's funny to hear that because I'm like when I first read that I was like Unreal is that like Nvidia Unreal something like it must, I could I it's interesting they would choose that just because there's another graphics company that with a pretty big brand and 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 using N in the name.
0: Yeah, the second device is uh, called Unreal Air, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought you're gonna say that it reminds you of Unreal engine I think Unreal actually sued Unreal (laughs) because the names are so close and stuff but seems like they're still going with it they kind of seems like they figured that
2: out (laughs) nice yeah yeah I guess all um, AR headsets or most of them are wireless right
0: Yeah,
2: this um there, there are
0: some of and uh, it's not most there, yeah, there is most of them are wireless, but some of them do have wires connecting to
1: I feel like that would uh-huh. suck like as an ex- user experience. We need to kind of yeah. get past that pretty quick. <laughs> I could see maybe if you're doing VR and you want the highest power you know, driving it with a computer, you might want a cord, but Anything that you expect people to be wearing, not just sitting at home, you need to have it. It needs to be comfortable and look decent. Like that's the biggest Mm. thing, you know, that's, I think that's right. People will wear some like different smart watches or whatever, you know, they'll like, as long as it has a nice band, and looks good. They'll, they'll wear it on their wrist or Fitbit if it's small enough and lasts long enough. But if it looks like (laughs) chunky and terrible, people are not going to want to wear it.
0: Yeah. I've seen some pretty bad augmented reality glass designs. And look funky and have like some cords and to like a control thing, but and this this one has oh, the, weird. the smartphone. I'll be the controller. They did say that develop. They do have the capability to have uh, hand gestures control it. But that's the one thing, thing
1: I've been that. thinking about. Like it's kind of it's hard to imagine an easy way to control. Let's say you project an interface like Iron Man style in front of your face. There's different. I'm trying to think of different ways you could do that. You can do eye tracking, I guess, and then gestures. But it still ends up being I don't know. There, there are a lot of things now that people do that seem that would have seemed out of place ten or twenty years ago, thirty years ago. Even walking down the street, just talking to yourself because you have a headset on. Yeah. <laughs> thirty years ago, people think you're crazy. So maybe maybe we'll get used to people just kind of even like nowadays <laughs> doing things in their you know in the that air it's so weird you I know really you're you saying, around, like you're like just sc- scrolling around. like oh yeah I need to read this text hold on yeah <laughs> no that one yeah okay let me open this document yeah I'm just like I'm in I don't know you're <laughs> you like walk, walking, walking and around places. and like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <It's> like... <laughs> hmm yeah. hmm hmm yeah hand
0: gestures and augmented reality
2: it's uh pretty awkward there.
1: i mean yeah, yeah we say awkward now but if, if enough people started doing it like with anything else enough people started making something normal it becomes normal in a way mm-hmm. unfortunately like when people first started using selfies uh cameras on phones that was, was kind of new like t- maybe 10 or 12 years ago and then people always used to say, Oh, look at that person taking a picture of themselves. And now it's completely normal to just see that. Yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff.
2: People at work are just like constantly like doing like random photos for like Snapchat. Like, okay. Like, and then awesome. they ask you, like, Oh, Dude, who check are you talking ha- out? Who are you I talking
1: about? Chick fil A. I'm cooking some chicken. Like, I don't
2: know. I'm I don't know. making I some chores.
1: want to.
0: gotta share with the world what you're doing
2: yeah um,
0: so we got some follow up topics
2: yeah I wanted to nice. um, follow up I thought the trilogy saga of um, GTA the trilogy the definitive ed- edition is over but <laughs> it keeps going it keeps um, going on getting a little worse getting a lot better but still not as good as it should be. Um, yeah, they had a patch update. I think it was Monday. They're like, oh, yeah, we, fit- we uh, fixed we uh, fixed a lot of the patch. In the patch, we fixed a lot of the problems that everyone was complaining about. Um, they covered some of them. Um, probably the major ones that a lot of people didn't uh, enjoy in the game. Well, I think one of them was rain. the vein. The vein was just terrible. Um, so bad. They specifically listed like, "Oh yeah, we fixed the invisible bridge that we had that was supposed to be <laughs> there." And then when you go back into the game, it's still invisible. So.
1: <laughs> hey everybody! Uh, if you're waiting for that game to get updated, play Cyberpunk. That is way better than this. And people thought that was bad. Just public service public service announcement right there.
2: Yeah. I think they started to, I can't remember. I think they either, like, allowed people to play, like, the old games. I can't remember. But hopefully they did. Didn't they make them available
1: to download again or something? Did because they? originally they took them off. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just guessing. I read the headlines saying that they were going to make them, either make them available again or do something. Because right. not everybody was pleased with the remakes.
2: No, yeah. I I hope they... That,
1: wa- that rain was terrible.
0: <laughs> How did it look like?
2: <laughs> it was... uh.
1: Multiple things were wrong with it, but it was, you know, so it's a 3D open world game, and then they had the rain texture, which even if it was at night, all the raindrops were... They were all basically white, so you have all these white drops flying down on the screen, obscuring things, making it hard to see, and then they would the effect layered incorrectly so if there was a body of water in the frame that would be in front of the rain even though the rain was supposed to be it it was like it was multiple (laughs) glitches and then it would also center on the characters so wherever you moved, the rain was like going in the same direction it just looked terrible and it was way too much um and it was it's not like there aren't there were other good games i watched some of that digital foundry video about um about those game about the remakes and they, they pointed out like this is this, the original game came out I think in the same year or near nearly the same year as uh, what is that uh, Metal Gear Solid and that had an incredible rain effect that still looks good today. So it's possible with good art direction you can make great effects even even with low- end machines. and hmm. we have amazing machines now and this rain effect is terrible. So I'm really glad that apparently they've patched that hopefully because that was it was just one of those things that was so bad it was funny. I'm like, this can't be real. <laughs> Wow, that's bad.
2: Yeah. Uh, it just goes to show that people are normalizing, or companies are normalizing, just like, it's fine, just get it out because the holidays are here, people gotta buy it. And then for the next year, instead of patching a game that has a glitch or something, it's you release the game and then patch it later to make it playable.
1: Well, I mean, is I guess it's happened to a few games, but is it? I'm sure there's still a lot of games that have come out that are fine. I mean, nobody's been complaining too much about game-breaking bugs in the new Pokemon games, right? I
2: mean, I mean there hasn't been game-breaking. Actually, they patched most of it, but they're still finding glitches that don't. They just like make things happen, like cloning Pokemon and stuff like that. But
1: I feel like for most things, if you have a new game and you release it, and you anything that's patched within the first Week, I feel like that's fair game. You know, you, it's a lot of things you might not catch if you're playtesting, but you'll catch if you have a million people playing. But after that, yeah, I, I do. It is kind of funny, not funny. It's it's a situation now when people decide to release games ahead of time. But mostly, the the two big disasters have been these GTA games and of course Cyberpunk from last year. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what else has been as big as those two. It seems like this one's actually worse, but.
2: Yeah. That's uh, just my quick update on last week's uh, GTA fun <laughs> mix of bags. Bag? I don't even know. Hmm. Okay. Mixed well, all I'm all following
0: works. up on my <laughs> Nodal topic again. Um, I told about the two announcements that Nodal had. Nodal is a. a company that enables you to support the internet of things devices and get them connected to the internet via your Bluetooth and Nodalcash will um, give you some other tokens for supporting these internet of things devices. Yeah. Yeah. I said that there's a 10 to 1 split in their token and one thing that was interesting is that um, Nodal did say the supply number in that email that I got. It said it went from 2.1 billion tokens to 21 billion tokens so that told me that the token I Before, since there is no uh, value given to the token, I thought it may be in maybe a stable coin. But since it's limited to 21 billion, I realized it's intended to be increasing in value um, or maintain its value and not just be just given out, have an unlimited supply. And they did announce their uh, pre-sale of the token. <laughs> and I well, I clicked on the link of that and I found out that, that that is not available for people in the United States. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I but would,
0: on Friday, yeah.
2: I was just saying, I wonder why like, not available to the whole, like, world.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird, because I've seen some, I've I've tried to buy the Polkadot token, and some apps that come directly from Polkadot say that you can't buy it from their app, but you could buy it on Coinbase for some reason. I tried to buy it on the um, uphold app, and I I think I told you before that it wasn't really buying the token. It's just like a figurative, like I don't know. Hmm. It's just something that'll match the value, but you don't really own the token. Um, but yeah, I have a easy way to buy um polkadot now through Coinbase. Um, but the exciting thing that I saw. Is that on Friday, last Friday, my I got another email, another announcement from Nodal, and it said that Alcala won the first uh, slot auction of uh, Polkadot. Wow! <laughs> Alcala, now <laughs> I invested in Alcala project, and it's kind of interesting because they didn't have the most money uh, given to them they the second place is called the project is called Moonbeam and they actually raised more money but they lost because they weren't winning the majority of the time and also they didn't win because they had less wallets contributing to hmm. the crowd loan. So yeah, I think Polkadot is tries to be very fair. They don't let like these big. Uh, they call them whales. They have a lot of crypto, and they and they don't let them just contribute a bunch of money and just th- throw an auction.
2: It's interesting. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, they even re- end the auction randomly, so it's not like, oh, we have 2 minutes left trying to get people to do it or something like that.
2: It's like eBay like every day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, they make at the they end it randomly on on the last day of the auction, so it's not like the last minute stuff could happen. So Yeah and nodal also announced that they're doing a crowd loan so it's going to be official it's official that uh i suspected that they are preparing for a crowd loan but they announced that they are now so i'm preparing for that crowd loan hopefully they win so they could finally their token could finally be liquid and have some value to it (laughs) Um, They haven't announced the date that they will begin the crowd loan, but I am ready for it.
2: (laughs) What's, um, is there like a starting investment that you need?
1: Oh, well, there's a bit of a technical difficulty right, uh, right there with the uh, Alex's audio. Yeah, Seems like a uh, beeping going on.
2: Fire alarm. Hopefully, it smokes. Actually, sounds a
1: little less shrill than a fire alarm. Maybe it is. Quite loud. Why don't you go? It's pretty loud. You could
2: edit it out. It's fine. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sounds like a blast.
1: Yeah, one big ass blast.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what's your... Uh, did you, didn't you watch Cowboy Bebop? I guess you told me earlier, but...
1: Yeah. I don't know. I thought I would just brief, uh, sort of briefly talk about it. Uh, I'm a fan <laughs> of the original Cowboy Bebop anime, and as everyone should know by now, Netflix released their live-action adaptation of that. And it was... At first, I was I I guess I would summarize it as uh, not as good as it could have been, but better, but also better than expected. I don't know. You know, my expectations were pretty low, so it was like it's not as good as it could have been, but it's better than, it's better than as bad as it could have been. I don't know. It's fine. It was, it was, I'm glad, like, I watched some of it, and every every episode has moments that are quite good, and you're like, okay, this is, this is a good adaptation of the anime, and every episode does have moments where you're like, oh, they could have cut that, or they could have filmed it a little better. I feel like it's, if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it, like, a 6 to 6.5 out of 10. Some parts are, like, a 7 or 8, and some parts are, like, a 5. It's, you know it's i don't think it's ever really terrible but it's also it's not consistently really great um but i wonder if maybe if they did a second season that maybe they could tighten it up a little bit um, i don't know i I have mixed feelings. I, what I'm really interested in is 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 whether I can get some people I know to watch it, whether that's Trevor, my friend Allison, my coworkers, people who know the the anime.
2: That's true, yeah. Because
1: I'm kind of I'm the only person that I know personally who has watched it, and I have some opinions. But I'm also I'm curious what dis, what people in general are thinking. I think a lot of people were kind of disappointed, and it wasn't that great. But I also I'm not super offended by it. I think that the actors they chose do a pretty admirable job, and it could be a case of. Actors doing the best job with what they have. You know, I don't think the script, it's not consistently amazing. There are parts that are good and there are parts that are just merely all right. And sometimes the actors will say lines and I think to myself, uh, you know, like, it's not the actor's fault that they have to say that. It's the writer's fault. So, um, but... There are moments where I do get a little giddy because I remember what, 20 years ago watching that, maybe a little bit more, watching the original anime on TV uh, in my little standard Def Tube TV that you was know, sitting on my dresser like that big, you know, back in the 2000 or whatever that was. And now being able to see that in sort of live action is really cool. The moments like seeing um, the interior of the Bebop, the ship, and just the, the character's and it's fun. I think that's the reason I watched it. I kept going. I binge, I don't always do that, but I binged the whole series in one day. And it's not that long. It's 10 episodes, 40 minutes each. But I think what kept me coming back to it was like, well, I wonder how they're going to show this or how they're going to show that. Because I remember these parts from the episodes, the original anime. Yeah. And for the most part, it was fun. It's fun and pretty easy to watch. I thought that they were... Yeah, there were things that they changed from the original anime and I wondered, you know, why would you the only thing I can think of is maybe they changed them because they didn't have the budget to do it the way it originally was <laughs> but there are other things too that were fine. They, they made some changes they really tried to focus on the characters in Cowboy Bebop um, and make them give them bigger stories I think they with Jet they talk about how they really play up the fact that he has a 7 or 8 year old daughter and he's always trying to do right by her, find her a gift or call into her recital or whatever she's doing. And I, you know, that's really not a huge part. I don't remember that being a huge part of the character, you know, in the the anime, but it it adds more dimension to his character, but it also is just that, you know, it's a change for the, the Netflix show. And then with Faye, they really lean heavily into her amnesiac kind of thing where she woke up two years ago and doesn't have any memory and she has to find out who she was. You know, I again it's kind of nice to flesh these characters out, but in a way, at the end of the day, I watched that whole series, the new Cowboy Bebop, and I thought to myself, I would love to have five more episodes where it's just standalone, they're going to hunt bounties, they're having a zany, incredible time. Um, sometimes I, I appreciate the noir elements and the interaction between Spike, the main character, and his nemesis, um, Vicious, <laughs> but. I also wouldn't mind even more just straight up kind of weird bounty hunting hijinks i think that that i think the show is the most strong when it has Faye and spike and jet and ein just in you know talking hanging out in the in the ship and then going out and finding bounties and stuff so uh, also but definitely points for recreating that bounty show that they watch to find the bounties on the tv <laughs> or whatever the thing is it's like the two cowboys the the blonde woman and the um the guy, the cowboy guy, and he was like, they they basically recreated that exactly with the same the same background, the the weird awkward lines and stuff. So, <laughs> so some of the stuff that they recreated perfectly from the anime is pretty fun to watch because it's it is like watching the anime come to life, which which is which is what you want. But it's it's weird because those perfect moments are interspersed with moments that are a little bit. The whole thing sometimes gives off vibes of, okay, you gave somebody hundreds of thousands of dollars to do some decent filming of good cosplay. Like, there's, sometimes it doesn't feel as real as it could, you know? And I love, I love shows that make me feel like, okay, this isn't real, but it feels like it could be real. You know, like, that's when I watch The Witcher. It's a fantasy show, but it's done in this kind of, you know, gritty and funny, but also serious enough way where you, this could be be an alternate world. You know, this is something that's, but sometimes the Cowboy Bebop I'm a little bit like, this is just ridiculous. What are we watching? This doesn't feel like nobody's taking it seriously and, and not in a good way.
2: Oh. Uh, so yeah.
1: anyway, I've, I've mixed feelings about it. I'm glad I watched it and I, I would gladly watch it again. I think if Trevor here and maybe our friend Allison, who's our kind of our group for watching stuff, if y'all want to watch it again, I, I watch it for the first time. I'll watch it again with you. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Um, you know, yeah. Cowboy v But it also makes me want to watch more of the original anime because what a fun show that is. What a perfect an- anime. Um, so interesting. I was. I waited a while for that to come out. I know. I, I think I'm. Ha- I'm. I'm like. I think I'm. I'm glad it came out. I don't think I'm blown away at all. But I'm really. I don't know if they've confirmed another season. But I would be happy enough if they did, because I think that there's definitely room to grow.
2: Yeah. I wonder, like, if you have no idea what Cowboy Bewolf is, I bet it'd be. Would it be? Would you say it's like how It would be like a hard show to get into, like, just weird? Or well, like- I think
1: that with the changes that they made, I don't really think it is. Like, some of the changes they made, by really focusing on the, the characters' backgrounds and trying to make them interesting on their own, I think that that helps a rando go, hey, this new Netflix show, let me try it. And after the first couple episodes, you, you kind of get it. It's pretty, it's relatively simple. Uh, it's not, it's easier to understand than the first season of The Witcher, like, I feel like a lot of people Shit. have gone into The Witcher and been like, what is this time travel and all these, like, these different, what's, these different, con- the continent and the different kingdoms and stuff versus, like, that takes a lot more work than Cowboy Bebop is, we're on a ship and we're space cowboys who hunt bounties. <laughs> and here's our backstories and here's what we're trying to do. That's yeah. a little bit, that's that's sort of, you can grasp that a little bit easier. So it's not necessarily hard. I'd say it's, it's no harder than the original anime, which millions of people love. So. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I'd be curious to see you know once you see if you what you think about it as a show. I know one of my coworkers loves the anime; he's super into it, and um, he hasn't watched the live action one yet because he's been (laughs) afraid it'll just disappoint him, and he doesn't want to be mad. Yeah, Uh, but I thought I did think it was funny that you know, Faye Valentine is kind of the sex symbol from the original anime, and then because you know her revealing outfit, and she's just the female character, and all that, and then in the in the Netflix adaptation, she wears a more practical getup um, for various reasons, which is fine, you know, good, because, like, you know, you're, you're not going to be walking around like that if you're actually hunting bounties, probably, so fair enough. Uh, but I do, part of me kind of loves that this character that everybody expects is going to be the sex symbol, uh, still beautiful in the show, but then, like, her one sex scene, really, that she has, which is they don't really show it still, it's, like, with the female mechanic, she hooks <laughs> up with this woman, and I'm just like, yeah, nice. Fuck yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I love when... I, I just It's a bit of schadenfreude, I guess, when uh, main characters or, like, sexy characters that men objectify end up being either lesbians or just sort of, you know, not just straight women to please men. I don't know. I, I love, like, sort of like when they made... They announced that Tracer from Overwatch was, like, had a female partner i was like yes all these men are like oh, oh, oh tracer and now we're like yeah know what you can't you couldn't get her if you tried so um, <laughs> i thought it was an inter- interesting choice to show out of all of them Faye hooking up with this female female mechanic which is okay that's great awesome um it just flies in the face of all these you know at the time teenage kids who were watching the original anime and getting their rocks off to Faye valentine it's like mm-hmm. oh you know what the one time you get to see her this time she's with a woman so that's awesome <laughs> i don't know it doesn't doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all but i could i definitely could see a lot of like uptight people being upset about that because she's their fantasy person from anime and now they have to just go oh she hooked up with the female mechanic but what? i thought that was an interesting interesting thing um that they chose to do so i don't know i'm cool with it i
2: yeah. don't you
1: don't really if you're watching if you're watching that show for like the romance or the sex scenes you're watching the wrong show like it's not that kind of, it's like, it's like an action comedy so it's fun um,
2: it's probably yeah best way to describe it action comedy
1: yeah and it, it's action comedy drama there are definitely parts of both, both the anime and the live action that are pretty serious it's like it's a kind of a noir kind of yeah it's it's, it's a drama but it's yeah drama action comedy it's 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 all those things but you you're not really watching that for any sort of <laughs> romantic effect, no. It be. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the story, but it's just not. It's not like it's not like some other stories where it's all about that. This is sort of like about the hijinks that they get up to, going across the the solar system.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good little show. I should probably finish that and then watch the live action.
1: Yeah, yeah, we should all, you know, and I. And we should watch more of the, um, either the anime or the live action, pretty both. I mean, you can kind of jump between them because it's the it's the same, show just <laughs> different.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much it, right?
1: Yeah, I think that we're we're pretty good on our topics for today. Um, we apologize for if you heard all that crazy <laughs> beeping from Alex. I don't know what that's about. We're thinking maybe a fire alarm or something. He just kept it unmuted and we kept hearing it go. So Yeah, you know, there you go. If you watch if you if you made it this far, you made it through that. So great. I hope Alex did
2: too. <laughs> I sure hope so too. Um yeah, so I guess uh be it and I'll talk to you later. See you.